welcome back to Chosen, the angel and formerly Buffy the Vampire Slayer watch through podcast. I am the senior partner of the show, filled with infinite wisdom and knowledge to guide my associate through her first ever viewing of Buffy and Angel. My name is Mel B, and I am joined, as always, by my amused associate, Marissa. Almost called you a slayer there. Hi, Marissa. Hi, Mel. I was a slayer at one point. Now I'm an associate. I went from killing vampires to running a law firm. That's weird. Or being part of a law well, firm. Well, no. working for a law firm that defends vampires. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole thing. I run the law firm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, wasn't this a fun episode? It was. I had a good time. Yeah, it was just a good time. Like, it wasn't deep. It didn't seemingly put any plot forward. But it was definitely a lot of fun. Yes. And the way you always start off a good episode is to have a nice commercial. <laughs> for Wolfram and Hart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're just like, yeah, uh, we, so we own the souls of all these different people. And this person owes us their firstborn and all this stuff. But now we're going to use our powers for good because of Angel. <laughs> yeah. He looks thrilled. We're still evil, but our new CEO is trying to change that. Yeah, we're focusing less on power and more on using that power for good. And we have a zero tolerance policy for killing, and that includes you, vampires. <laughs> um, no more employee sacrifices. Every employee's life is uh, just as important as the new management. <laughs> yep. You're going places, young man. Basically... Angel's motto is, if you don't kill, we won't kill you. So that's good. I like that motto. It's a good one. Mm -hmm. Yep. But we cut from that to um, Harmony waking up in the morning, getting up at 7 o'clock. <sighs> it's too early. I thought you were a morning person. Have you stopped being a morning <laughs> I've person? I've never been a morning person. I'm not a night person either. Oh. I'm a strictly middle of the day kind of person. <laughs> and the rest of the time is for sleep. Exactly. If I could sleep more, I'd be I'd be a happier person. Anyway, but uh, Harmony has a really good morning routine. She gets up and she takes a shower and then she brushes her teeth, including vamp facing to get the vampire teeth. Yeah, you gotta look after those. They're very important. <laughs> um, she's able to lift up her dresser with one hand to get a shoe that's underneath of it, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, good old vampire strength would make life so much easier. Yeah, and she greets her old neighbor who has a dog. Do are dogs known for not liking vampires? Um I think like cats they can sense the supernatural in some mythologies. Okay. But like I don't think it's a huge thing. Like it doesn't ring any bells to me, but I'd say the dog's like, Ooh, vampire bloodsucker gonna eat me instinct. Yes, understood. Um so she gets to work and she goes into, like, she drops something off at her desk. I think it might have been Angel's Dry Cleaning. And then she yeah. goes to the ca uh, the cafeteria and <laughs> she runs into a girl and spills coffee all over the f the uh, this girl's shirt. I'm sure that won't yeah. come back and have any bearing on the episode whatsoever. No. It's fine. No, not foreshadowing at all. Nope. And she tries to go up and talk to a couple of the girls that are gossiping, and basically they don't like her because mm. she does. She has yeah, a cushy she's job. Ignored. 
Yeah. Hello, fellow grunts. <laughs> they don't like that at all. <laughs> Great way to start. I'm going to try that. I'm just going to go up to my team and go, hello, fellow grunts. <laughs> Please do that and let me know exactly how it goes, because that sounds amazing to me. And so she gets the brush off from them because they really don't want to talk to her. And so she goes over and, okay. So she takes a bowl out of the microwave and puts the number one boss mug with blood in it in the microwave. Yep. It didn't look like she stopped the microwave. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It, it, I don't think it was going. It didn't. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, th th see, this annoys me. Remember how we were joking about toner last yes. week? This one annoys me. I'll come up, we've got a kitchenette in our area. Mm -hmm. There's more, there's so many kitchens on our floor. I could go to another kitchen, but I come to the kitchenette in my area of where course. there's two. And there'll be people just standing there talking in front of the microwave, and they just left their food in there, and, like, it's finished. Mm -hmm. And you're just standing there and, like, sorry, can I use the microwave? And they kind of look at you like you've inconvenienced them. And it's like, dude, your food is cooked either Put it back through if it needs to go back through or get it out so I can cook my food. Yeah, you don't leave your stuff in the microwave after it's done. It's rude. It's exactly. So if Harmony came up to the microwave, it was done and the food was just sitting there and she removed it, I'm on her side. Yeah, uh, Dan, you need to calm down, sir. I know you're Lauren's like yeah, guy, to... but calm down. And if the food's not done yet, then I guess you need to stir it while you wait for the blood to be done. Because other people need to get their stuff. It's not all about you. It's like people who bring those microwave meals that take like 15 minutes to cook and have like five parts to yeah, them. No. It's like, <sighs> no, I would, I'm, when I was in the office, I rarely brought a microwave meal. But if I did, it was like something that needed to be in there for like a couple of minutes. Yeah. I'd rather just have something my that didn't require. Minutes, which is getting a, yeah. Yeah. My, my current ones have six minutes. I'm like, that's getting Oof, a bit long. It is a little bit long, but that's okay. Yeah, well, it happens. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying, I don't think she did anything wrong. Dan needs to calm down with his rules. Anyway. Yep, and she has a point. Like, in a law firm, the there is a real hierarchy. Angel would have priority. Like, if his secretary came in and said, you know, I need this entire room, it'll be expected that everyone would just leave. Yes. No questions asked, because that's the secretary to the big boss. Mm -hmm. They are so hierarchical. Yes. At least in my experience when I've worked in law firms. I haven't worked in a law firm, but I assume that you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so Harmony goes back and she's giving Angel the rundown because he's at her desk and he's just kind of standing there looking at her. And she's like, mm -hmm. yeah, I got your dry cleaning. They couldn't get that, that gunk out of it, so that sucks. Um, you have a meeting with unhuman resources or non-human resources? One of the two. I didn't write it down, but yeah, I think it was non-human resources. Yeah, and she took her the catering for the demon summit that is scheduled for tomorrow. Yep. And she couldn't get the stuff out of his, uh, the dry clothes couldn't get the slime out of his clothes. And then you just start speaking in a language and you realize that he hadn't even been listening to her. No. He'd been, like, listening to some, um learn a language type yeah and uh because he said something and she goes right could you spell that and i just thought it was super rude and annoying that it was so rude she was clearly being an excellent employee and he just was not paying attention 
Yeah, Hominy, like, needs more appreciation. And another thing, Angel, you're standing there and you see her lips moving. You know she's talking. You couldn't have just, <laughs> like, either, like, put up a finger or taken your earbud out. You couldn't, like, look like you're paying attention. It was just annoying to me. It's rude. Very rude. Very rude. Angel's an asshole. Number one boss? Ha. Huh, like the worst boss. Am I right? Mm, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he wanders off with Gunn to go discuss something, and we have more foreshadowing that I'm sure won't come up later when Rudy comes over to do a blood test to make sure there's no human blood in Harmony's diet. Yeah, so they randomly test all these vamps to see if they're ingesting human blood. Good call. Is it all the time? Is it every day? Is it every couple of days? Is it completely random? It seems pretty frequent, doesn't it? Because <laughs> it was like every day. Like, like because she gets checked the next day. It might be because she was acting strange. She, yeah, yeah, she was actually she, very strange. She did kiss him straight on the face, click. so. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, this guy Eli from accounting comes up and he's talking to Harmony even though he super does not remember her name at all. Yep, and he's like, oh, I'm going to have a meeting in, with Angel. This is going to go really well for me. And so Gunn yep. calls him in. He goes, wish me luck. And she just gives him two thumbs up. Notices that Angel left his mug. Goes to take it in. And as she walks in, he is cutting off Eli's head. Yep. And his head just, like, rolls to Harmony's feet. And Angel's like, oh, can you clean that up for me? Which is also rude. Yeah. Like, are there cleaning staff for that? Like, who are paid to deal with that? Not not your poor secretary. Yes. Do you think they have a disposal department? Like, they own them? Or do they, like, hire an outside company? It's got to be, oh, no, they own be in-house, right? Everything's in-house. Okay. With Wolverine and Hart. Yes. Um, but, yeah. But they talk about how um, Eli had to be killed because he was dismembering virgins in his off hours for fun yeah i love because harmony keeps trying to like go well you you can't like get mad at a man for his religion it's like for fun yeah because um, she was like well what he has in his off hours is isn't really any of your concern he goes he was dismembering virgins and she goes well you can't get mad at somebody for their religious beliefs he was doing it for fun oh <laughs> Well, then, okay. There's zero tolerance yep. policy for killing. Yep. No one gets away with murder here. Not anymore. Nope. Not going to happen. So then we have... Um, uh, so the rest... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say the rest of the gang shows up. Mm -hmm. Conveniently, Wesley's back. Yay! Nobody says anything about it. Nobody asks him if he's okay about, you know, fake killing his dad. It's fine. We're just going to let it go. I mean, hey, hey, remember... Spike had to kill his own mum when she was coming on. Yes, him. I know. I get it. <laughs> Speaking of Spike, he's leaving. He's going to go to Europe. Yep. Bye. Yep, somebody waiting for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, And he asks Angel for what? some money, and he's like, no. <laughs> Apparently Angel's cheap. And, yep, and then Spike's like, fine, but I'm taking the dodge. <laughs> yeah, taking the Viper. It'll get me away from you faster. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. got any messages for Buffy for, uh, um, for Buffy for me? And he goes, tell her you're a moron. 
<laughs> but he 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 does thank Fred very kindly. Yeah, she tried, and he won't forget that. Yeah, Wesley tries to get him to stay until nope. they figure out the Shan Shu, but he's like, nah. Nah, I'm out here. And, and Harmony's like lost, and she's like, don't I get a goodbye? And he says to stay simple. That was rude. So rude. She's like, oh, just because I tried to bite out your throat while we were having sex, you're going to not say bye to me? Oh. Poor thing. Yep. No, that's actually not the reason. It's because he's an asshole. That's also, yeah. Harmony, you're better than Spike. Mm-hmm. She is. She deserves way better than him. Anyway. Um, yeah. So we go into a meeting with, you know, the big wigs and Harmony's in there. I, she's, I think she's supposed to be taking notes. She's not, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> these two demon clans are fighting. They used to be like super cool bros, but then one of them used the wrong fork. And it was a whole thing. Yeah, because they're super polite and cultured. Yes. It's a travesty that someone used the wrong fork at some point. But there is a demon rights activist that works for both of them that wants to work with Wolfram and Hart to bring them back together. Yeah, his name is Tobias Dupree. Yeah, that's the last thing we need, though, is a demon rights activist. Was Wesley's suggestion is to just let the two demon clans kill each other. Yeah, but Gunn brings up a good point. If they can forge a treaty between these two, the whole demon world will know they got game. So. Yep. And you can't stare at one of their uh, ankles for too long because it's rude or something. <laughs> yes. Manners. So many manners. Yep. Uh he uh, angel asks fred if something i think it was like what was it like security something or other and he goes is it foolproof and she goes i would say yes but then some fool would just come along and sneak something past us perfect <laughs> yeah you never say things are for certain that's how you dig yourself into a hole that you can never ever get out of yep yeah. and uh. Nothing is for certain. Yep. And um, these two demon clans are also super duper superstitious. Mm, and Harmony researched this. Yes, she's doing her due diligence. Apparently they think poodles are wicked bad luck. Yep. And she gets dismissed. Wesley's like, Harmony, we, we need lunch. He goes, Harmony, I'm glad you're here. We're going to need lunch. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so polite. Yep rude i i nobody appreciates her the way they should anyway um so she goes she's back in the cafeteria and she's eating lunch by herself and those two girls from earlier are gossiping again talking about how they're pretty sure that fred is sleeping with Knox and gun <laughs> apparently and uh Harmony chirps in and she goes don't forget about wesley i always feel like he had a, a crush on fred and the one girl goes, Mr. Wyndham Price, which, first of all, was weird. <laughs> Anybody calling him Mr. Wyndham Price hits me the wrong way. But they yeah, all... it's like, no, no. He... Remember when he was a little baby? Little baby watcher? Yeah. Oh. I watched a video that was like a, a person watching the first episode of Buffy and like reacting to it. 
And then they like mm-hmm. played like clips from other seasons and there was one that had Wesley like all dressed up in a suit and everything. I was like, oh no. He's so he's such a nerd with his glasses and everything. Oh man, it was it's all the things. Anyway. But she goes, Mr. Wyndham Price, of course not. Everybody knows that he's muffins, apparently. So what does everyone know that Wesley is? They think he's gay. Gay? Okay. It said gay, asexual, weird, smelly, what? Okay. Anyway. Yeah, not gay. Gay. Okay. Really? <laughs> that strikes me as odd. He would never strike me that way, but... He's, he, he's British. So that means he's gay? Yep. Does everybody think that Spike <laughs> is also gay? Probably. Okay. For Angel, after all. Oh, of course. Well, yeah. Apparently, that's a thing. <laughs> anyway, um, so, yeah, Dan had brought in a basket of muffins that were from Lauren, except they were actually from Shaq, but Lauren won't eat muffins. No carbs. <laughs> and so... He's watching that figure. Hmm? He's watching his figure. I know. You can't just stay looking like that all the time if you eat muffins. Um, they say that... You know, Lauren is totally grooming you, and Harmony's like, well, Angel's grooming me, too. And they're like, explains the haircut. <laughs> okay. Rude. <laughs> but anyway, he calls her and is like, Harmony, get up here now. And she goes, no problem, boss. I'll be right there. It's what I'm for. Okay. She ordered a camel for catering. Yep. And basically, he, she's saying that this is what they eat, these demons. And since he's le- going to be leading this whole summit, he gets to cut its head off and stick a, a poker through its heart. Cool. Yep. And then they just stare Lovely. And Angel's not impressed. No. He was like, get rid of it. I don't have time for this. You're supposed to do all the things that I ask you to do and anticipate my needs, and you're just making everything more difficult. Mm-hmm. She was being uh, helpful. Fred, Fred's there. She is trying so hard. Like, it is, like, ugh. Ugh. He, mm. okay, so he didn't pay attention to her when she was saying that she sorted out the catering earlier. He did not ask what that meant. He did not give her direction, I don't think. She was trying to do her best. And he didn't appreciate it. He's being a douche. She did such... Like, look at all the research she does to all these things. She is trying so hard. He just doesn't appreciate it. But No, but we've got sweet, sweet Fred who who comes and comforts Harmony. She's like, it's going to be okay. Just call the catering company and get um, chips and dip. It'll be fine. Yeah. She says a cheese platter, but then yeah. Harmony cries harder, and she goes, or chips and dip. That would that would work, too. <laughs> and she goes, he hates me. And Fred goes, no. Well, he'll get over it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and um, this apparently calls for uh, Fred and Harmony going out for drinks after work. Yeah, yeah. Look, Harmony's just trying to make friends at work. Yes, and, and the regular people that. don't like her, so she has to do something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, 
they go to drinks and Harmony tells Fred that, like, she can't leave. She hates her job, but she can't leave it because she doesn't have any skills. Yeah, she tried to be part of an evil MLM and Angel ruined that. So she doesn't really have anywhere else to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I love the evil MLM. Yep. Uh, They talk briefly about the fact that Fred... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Backtrack. All MLMs are evil. Yes. Sorry. I just so meant like... Vampiric MLM. No. <laughs> Sorry. I misspoke. All of them are terrible. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, oh, Powering Cat has returned to my lap. Okay, good. Glad to hear that. Anyway, so they bring... You might hear the purring soon. Okay. They briefly talk about how Fred is kind of into Knox and Wesley, and they're both kind of hot, apparently. Yeah. And she goes, Fred goes, why am I telling you this? And Harmony goes, because we're bonding. This is fantastic. I don't have any friends. Oh, sad day. Poor Harmony. Yeah. Baby. I I think I need them to be super close because they're both around a lot of testosterone. Yeah. Yeah. There needs to be a girls club because we don't have Cordelia anymore. Oh, sad day. That sucks. Rip. Anyway. <laughs> Shouldn't have said a name, sorry. <sighs> now you made me sad. Anyway. Um, so Harmony does say that people have been, you know, gossiping about Fred's love life. And she goes, why do people care? And Harmony goes, because you're at the top. People want to know what's going on with the bigwigs. This is mm-hmm. true. Um, but she also says that she she doesn't know why no one likes her at work because she, yeah. uh, she used to be super popular in high school. This isn't high school, sweetie. I hate to break it to you. No. Well, to be fair, she died on graduation day. She, she did. Maturing is probably a bit difficult. Yes. Um, she does refer to, refer to non-vamps as straights. So that's good. <laughs> Always got to have that in there somewhere. Mm. Um. She says that there's a guy looking at her at the uh, from the bar, and Fred's like, you should go talk to him. She goes, I can't. What would I say? And she goes, I'm sure if you just say hi, he'll take over the conversation. So off she toddles. Yeah, she didn't need much convincing. <laughs> no, no. So she sits down and um, asks a whole bunch of questions in a flurry of nervousness, mm-hmm. and he buys her a drink. Yes. She does a. She smiles down a little bit, and then it's the next morning. Her alarm is going off dun, dun, dun. at seven a.m., and she rolls yep. over, and this dude is there. Good. And there's bloody fang marks on his neck. Yeah, she said, "I'm sure I rocked a world and everything, but I gotta go to work." So, and she pushes him. Uh, she can't remember his name either, like Tom <laughs> or Harry or Todd or something. Mm. Maybe it was Tobias. Maybe. <gasps> we'll see. We'll see if that ever comes back up. Um, but basically, she's like, oops. She killed him. So that, that sucks. Or she thinks she killed him. Yep. Um, we just need to so, dump the body. It's no big deal. We're just going to mm-hmm. put it down the trash chute, except it totally misses the dumpster. That sucks. Yes. Yep. Uh, so she has to go. Well, oh. Before that, she tries to put down the garbage chute. It doesn't fit. So then she... Oh, no. she It doesn't fit. She manages to shove it in, and then it hits the lid. That's yeah. right. Yeah, so she goes down and puts it puts the body into the um, 
garbage and dump, dump some more garbage on top of it. So this is going to be just fine. Nobody will ever know. <laughs> she gets to work and she's like, okay, just act normal. Everything's going to be fine. And she gets to her desk and she sees Rudy across the way. And she's like, oh, no. So she like scrunches down in her, her seat and Angel comes up and goes, where is my, or he says, blood. And she goes, where? He goes, that's my question. Where is my blood? And she goes, oh, I just, he goes, Harmony, I cannot deal with this today. You're already late. And I have that demon summon today and I need my blood. And he oh, goes, such an awesome. what are you doing? She goes, um, desk crunches, get fit while you sit. You should see my abs. You wanna? <laughs> and he goes no just go get me my blood and stop being a weirdo yeah. <laughs> so she goes and she does the same thing again where she opens the microwave and replaces the bowl okay and here's the thing on second thought i think i understand where dan is coming from with microwaving blood inside of a microwave would probably be weird mm. yeah but also, in the context of Wolfram and Hart, where, like, a lot of employees are vampires, I'm kind of like, you got to put up with that. Okay, Angel, a microwave separate for blood would probably go a long way, and it does not cost that much. And be more hygienic. Yes. It's just get a, get a second one that just says blood on it. Blood only. When you think about how, how big Wolfram and Hart is. I know. Um, there would have to be more than one break room as well. So why are all, like, levels of employee in this break room? So I get her being there. I get Danny being there because he's Lorne's guy. Well, but, like, there's a bunch of other people, like the character we meet at the end who's just, like, in the temp pools or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand it. I mean, I'm sure there's different, like, but you don't want to go to a different floor for your lunch if you don't have to. So I don't know if they just happen to work yeah. on that floor too. I don't know. Maybe. It's a whole thing. They all uh, seem yeah, to that's be things. Usually, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Anyways, yeah, so uh, she replaces it once again and is like talking to herself when Denny comes up and is once again very upset. Why is it always his stuff that she's taking out of the microwave? Why is he microwaving yeah, so bad many things? Timing. <laughs> Maybe he's people just eats all day. Maybe. So like or eats all morning, so she always catches him. Mm -hmm. Just like bad timing, as I said. Yeah. Um, so she takes out her thermos from the fridge and she's, you know, moaning as she's drinking it. Shouldn't she have noticed that the blood tasted extra good? Because don't they say that human blood is the best type? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But she's probably stressed. Stress eating. And just didn't notice and all that. Yeah. And so she, you know, eventually goes back to her desk and she's super distracted by the hearts beating and the blood rushing and the whole thing. Mm. And they get a call Strange. from the LAPD. And they found a vampire victim in the city dump, which is apparently yep. owned by Wolfram and Hart, which makes a lot of sense. Yep. So Harmony was listening in, but Angel's and like, ah, uh, Harmony, I have the call. Yeah, I got it. So she had to hang up. Yeah. 
And so he calls Wesley and Gunn and they talk outside of Angel's office, which if you don't want people eavesdropping, maybe go into your office, not stand outside. I'm just super annoyed by everything that they do at this point. I think just getting on my nerves. Anyway, so it turns out that uh, Harmony killed this guy. His name is Tobias. Not just any Tobias. Tobias Dupree. The demon rights activist that is helping them bridge the gap between these two fighting uh, demon clans. <gasps> Apparently, he told her that he was an astronaut. Oh, honey. Poor thing. So, they think it's somebody trying to derail the um, the summit yep. and make sure it doesn't work out. Yep. So, they do go and call one of the demon clans and... They're basically like, we're going to figure out who killed Tobias. It's going to be fine. And Angel sticks his foot in his mouth and says something about getting disemboweled. And they call him mm-hmm. a man whore. <laughs> Why? No one knows. It's, six. it's Angel. He is totally a man whore. Sure. Is it just because the whole um, um, being a vampire is like sex thing? Could be. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, so the Vinji clan uh, wants um, Tobias's murder to be found and punished. Yes, there's a whole lot of screeching and clicking. And I didn't appreciate it. Yeah. So they're like, uh, we're going to figure it out because the guy, the uh, Tobias's body is down in the lab right now. And Harmony's like, our lab? I got to go. Yeah. So she goes down to see so- what Fred has found out and she goes, Angel sent you here because he's going to rush me and rush my science because he's been known to do that. It's, it's... I was going to say, when when did Fred learn how to do autopsies? She can just, like, do everything science. <laughs> Anything science, Fred knows how to do it. Or she could probably, you know, yeah. look it up on YouTube. I'm sure there's a way to it, do an it, autopsy over there. It's it's a bit early for YouTube. But it's like Willow who just knows all computer hacking stuff. Yeah. It's like, what? How? You just you just pick up some things, I guess. Yeah. Sorry, can you hear this cat purring? She's like stretching towards the microphone. It's hilarious. Um, no, not really. No. Okay, cool. Oh, no, now she's trying to get closer. Oh, she's yeah. like, oh, what? They can't hear me? <laughs> um. So, yeah, uh, Harmony goes down. Sorry, yes, Fred tell- thought she was being hurried up. Mm-hmm. Um, and we sorry, do find out that the we do find out that the depth and uh, the measurement between the two teeth marks is very indicative of a female vampire. Ooh, sciency! Yes. So Fred starts asking Harmony about what happened with the guy she met at the bar. Does she not? Okay, and so Fred obviously didn't get a good look at this guy the night before. Her not recognizing no, that she knew the guy. Yeah, well, uh, that would be like, you know, you going out and just noticing someone and noticing them for a moment. And then the next day, seeing if you notice them again when they're not that distinctive. And, like, he's dead. People look different dead, I'm sure. Uh, they're, like, <laughs> pale and they're lying down and they're dead. <laughs> right. Yes, they do look different dead than they do alive because they're dead. Very good, Mel. Yep. I am full of facts and knowledge. I know. You're full of infinite wisdom and knowledge. 
That's what I'm told every week. Yeah. Do you believe me? Sometimes. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Harmony then, you know, flees because she's super worried. Um, she's going to flee. She's going to run away, go to Mexico or Cancun, which I'm pretty sure is in Mexico. <laughs> so there's that. Don't geography me. I don't know geography very well, but I'm pretty sure the Cancun is in Mexico. I could look it up, but I'm not going to. But anyway, she realizes that Fred said that the guy was bitten on the right. So it couldn't have been her. Hooray. Yes, because she bites on the left. Um, so if we go back in time, when she bit Willow, oh, ages ago, I think it was like season four maybe of Buffy, she did, I would have to look at the fun facts but she did in fact bite willow on the left however she bit um spike on the right in the last episode but we can take that down to she was under like a curse or something yes under the spell yeah that was not her in control that was something else entirely yeah yeah so she runs into rudy at that point anyway. and kisses him on the face like i said earlier and she's so excited yeah, and he just grabs her hand and tests her and it comes back that she is positive for human blood and the test results get transmitted directly to the lab <gasps> so she knocks rudy out and uh puts him in the utility closet mm -hmm. then she runs into host and asks host hey where do those test results go and he goes uh the lab pretty sure and then he hears rudy starting to stir so she has to knock host out too and put him in the same closet <laughs> racking up a body count. <laughs> yep, so she heads to the lab where she finds Fred, who's just gone her results. Okay, so my question is, do they get an alert when just when somebody's test result comes back positive? Yeah, yeah, there'll be no there'll be no point alerting people to negative tests. Yeah. I said like, because otherwise they'd be news. super busy the... every time a test is done, which seems to be every day. No. No. It would have to be a positive test causes an alert. And do they test? Like, yeah, because otherwise you need someone just doing it. And do they do just test vampires or do they test other demons that, they that are in their employ? I have so many questions and no I'd answers. I'd say I'd have it's to test. Uh, uh, like my theory is I'd have to test everyone, like anyone who really is. She's now licking my hand. Ow! Um... Sorry, they'd have to test everyone who's of a species that attacks and consumes humans, one would think. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Or even if they don't test them in the same way, they would have some way of monitoring them. Is there affirmative action for demons? Like, do you have to employ a certain number of the undead, for instance? What? I don't know, Wolfram and Hart. I think it would be the other way around. Do you have to employ a certain number of humans in Wolfram and Hart? Fair enough. I get you. Um, so uh, Harmony is like, uh, it's not my fault. Like, I totally don't remember killing this guy that's down here because that's totally the guy that I was talking to last night that you made me talk to. And she goes, but... And then she also says it can't have been her yeah. because she bites on the left. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that wouldn't be allowed to be used in a court of law as a defense, but I get it. And Fred's like... Uh, it, could, it could form part of a defense. Yeah. Part Seems of it. Like it wouldn't get you off on its own. Mm. Sure. 
Anyway. Like, you could certainly, you can certainly at least put it forward as a statement. Like, at least in Australia, you could. You could put it forward as, like, part of your defense as a statement saying, you know, my client notoriously bites on the left, but this guy was bitten on the right. Notoriously, huh? I love that word. (laughs) Anywho, um, Fred wants to call Angel because he'll totally understand, except Harmony's like, he totally won't because there's zero tolerance for killing. (laughs) She goes, I'm not a killer. Well, I am, but I've been clean for eight months, except for today, but that's not the point. (laughs) And so she decides to take matters into her own hands with Fred and also knocks her out and then duct tapes her and puts duct tape (laughs) over her mouth, and it's a whole thing. Yep, and puts her into the closet where Lorne and Rudy are also bound and their mouths covered in duct tape. Yeah. And she's like, once I clear my name, I'll get you all dinner. Yeah, it's going to be just fine. Um, But Angel calls for Harmony to come help out because they've got lots of screaming demons in the lobby. Yeah. And they're basically oh, saying they that if they, the noises. if they cannot find Tobias's killer, that they need to give up one of their own as a sacrifice to cover it. <laughs> and as, Awkward. And as soon as they say that, uh, Angel sees Harmony and goes, Harmony, and she goes, a person makes one little mistake. <laughs> he goes, no, <laughs> go see what Fred found out. She goes, Fred? Oh, Okay. <laughs> so she goes into the break room and catches Dan moving her thermo her thermos. Yes. Um it's to get to Lawn's food, but she just freaks out and vamps out and it's like you've been putting human blood in my in my blood in my blood. Yes, cuz she was working it out in her head that the way she can prove that she's innocent is to uh see uh to show them that someone spiked her blood with human blood and uh yeah. the way to do that is to get fingerprints off the thermos. So that's where she was going, gets interrupted by, you know, uh, Dan reaching for Lauren's protein snacky snack. And she goes, Mm -hmm. you have been watching me sweat it out all day because you hate me. And he goes, hate you? I don't care about you enough to hate you. Ouch. (laughs) Poor Dan. He didn't know what was going on. Um, That's just so ouch. Yeah. Like to say that. But then there's a swerve because a girl comes up and just smashes him over the head with a bowl or a plate or something and knocks him out. Mm-hmm. And Harmony's like, why did you do that? She goes, so they would think it was you. Yep. So we meet Tamika. Tamika is a, who. Yeah. Who was uh, in the same stenographer pool as Harmony. Yes. And she crazy. AF. <laughs> and she's basically like, yeah. I wanted your job. I type 80 words a minute. I have an exceptionally pleasant phone voice, but somehow you got the top job. And so... Yeah, she's been there for five years, and this underqualified girl gets promoted. Yeah, he went there. And gets involved in all the important meetings. Mm-hmm. And basically, she's like, once you're either uh, dead or arrested for murder or killed because of murder... I'll get your job and it'll be just fine. Um, so she's also a vampire. Cool. This will be a good fight. <laughs> we do find out in between all the fighty fighting that 
Tamika roofied her, basically, while she was talking to Tobias and waited for her to pass out. Um, and then drank all of Tobias's blood and then spiked her thermos with human blood. Which is also brave on Tamika's part. She could have been randomly tested that day. Yeah, does she not get tested? That was my question. No, she, she would. Totally. Hmm. That would test everyone. Yeah. Well, apparently it takes two uh-huh. days for human blood to clear your system, so maybe she was banking on that she wouldn't be tested in those two days. Yeah, like if it's random, you'd have to get pretty unlucky. Yeah. Um, so they end up fighting to the dust with chopsticks. Cool. <laughs> Um, and Harmony is, like, t- demanding that to make it tell the truth. And she's like, when I get your desk, I'm going to smash all your unicorns. And I'm like, oh, that means. That's, that's way well, too Harmony's far. Well, unicorns. So yeah. she, they end up, you know, fighting through the hallways. And they eventually uh, end up breaking through the window of the conference room where the demon summit is supposed to be taking place. They're still fighting about the fact that nobody knows who killed Tobias and there still hasn't been a sacrifice. But Harmony clears that up right quick because they, you know, burst in through the the glass and Tamika lands on the table and she dusts her with chopsticks. I love that she dusted her with chopsticks. Yep. And she goes, Harmony goes, I didn't want to do that yet. I can explain. She wanted to make it a clear her name first. Yep. But the demons are like, works for me. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Do this thing. Yep. Yep. Harm did good. So, yeah, we cut to Angel's office. Fred, Lorne, and Rudy all have, like, ice packs on their head. Yeah. And Wesley's, like, standing over as, like, Angel just rips into harmony. Yeah, he goes, you should have just come to me. And Fred's like, I wish I had thought to tell her that. <laughs> He's basically like, we would I, we would have figured it out. We would have understood. And she goes, mm, what do you have? Uh, it's hard to say. You can say that now because it's all well and good, but would you really have given her a chance to explain? Would you have believed her? Yeah. Yeah. And she made me sad Um, because she goes, I know I've made some bad choices. I mean, it's not like I have a soul. I have to try a lot harder. mm -hmm. Sad face. Yeah. Yeah, she's trying. And Rudy tells her that, you know, the blood will clear... Um, in two days and he's watching her and then Harmony's just like yeah to Angel yeah I know I won't be here in two days I'll clear up my desk he's like Harmony just go go get us some coffee (laughs) Zara don't interfere with the microphone she's very involved today yes like I I know she's our producer and everything but I think we need to have a discussion about like her place in podcasting yeah, some boundaries. Like, we can't crawl into the box. We can't attack the box. We can't pair into the Those microphone. Those are a lot of restrictions you're putting on her. Yeah, I know. I can't not have her in here. If I don't let her in, she sits there scratching the door and meowing, as you've heard before. Yes, I know. Yeah, so she's either in here or she's in our background noise. Yeah. Being very sad. Anyway. But anyway, yes. We- get Get coffee for everyone. Yes. Uh, we go to the bar, and Harmony is complaining about the fact that Angel, after all of that, just told her to go get some coffee. He didn't <laughs> fire you. You should be thankful. 
Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Definitely. Yeah, and so Spike heard the end of her story. He goes, life's never loving bitch, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And basically, she goes, I thought you were supposed to be, like, off finding your slayer or something. He goes, you know, I was going to do that. I had a boat ticket, and it was going to be fine, and I was going to go find her in the south of France. But it's kind of hard to top an exit like mine. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. He went out in a blaze of glory. And it'll be cheapened if he just turns up uh, and is there with Buffy. Do you buy it? Oh, Sarah. Do I buy what? His explanation. That he... Partially. I think it's a factor. I don't... Sorry, I'm just fixing what Zara wrecked. I don't think it's the whole reason, but I think it factors in. Like, how do you go to someone after all that? So what do you think is his actual reason? reason, Then The bigger reason is whatever's going on, he wants to know why he's corporeal and... All those mysteries surrounding that. Oh, okay. It's not that he thinks Buffy will reject him. That probably plays into it, too. Because, I, because okay, correct me if I'm wrong, they never slept together when he had a soul, right? Yeah, it's implied that they did. Oh. Really? Like, vaguely. But they might not have. I don't think they did. It's. Uh, I'm pretty sure somewhere near the end... Of season seven, it's implied that they might have like on one of the last nights before the final battle. Okay. I think I don't think it's like explicit. Okay, that would make sense. Maybe they did. I'm trying to remember now if they cut if they or maybe they just cuddled. Well, they 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 cuddled for sure when like just cuddled when she was in that guy's house that she Mm. you know stole basically. Um, yeah, I'm thinking more the basement. Yeah, because I'm um, at Buffy's. Yeah, because I'm wondering because she did stay down there with him. It's never explicitly said, but she did get up at one point and was walking around, and she was, you know, whatever. It's fine. I just don't, didn't know if they had, and I don't think that we're we're never explicitly told. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um. So they're discussing harmony's like she doesn't matter. And Spike goes, well, you matched makeup. <laughs> she went to all that effort to frame you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it does bring up something that I've often heard people say, that when someone hates you, that means that you're living rent-free in their mind. And mm-hmm. that is something. Yep. They care enough Agreed. to keep thinking about you and keep hating you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Exactly, and so the episode ends with them giving a toast to each other. It made me happy. It was cute. (laughs) Um, So some little fun facts. Um, Angel and Spike are still carrying their injuries from Destiny. Yes, I did notice that. thought that was a nice touch. Um, We get get reminded that Harmony was sired during her high school graduation, all the way back at the end of season three of Buffy. Do we know who... In particular, sired her? Or is it just... No, it's just some random vampire. You do see her getting bitten. Yeah. But um, we don't actually know. Okay. Um, So, the rest of them are all spoily, so we'll go down (sighs) to the other fun stuff. Um, So, this is the second episode we have that's actually named after Harmony. The last one, which was the vampire MLM, was called Disharmony. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was fun. 
<laughs> um, and she's the only character to have a second episode named after her. Wow. And in the comic book series, she has several stories. Um, so we've got Harmonic Divergence, Harmony Bites, Harmony Comes to the Nation, In Perfect Harmony, Day Off, or Harmony in My Head. Oh, that's fun. Um, so this episode is the longest cold opening at 6 minutes and 49 seconds. Very cool. This record was previously held by the cautionary tale of numero cinco. Yes. Ooh, look at me go with my Spanish. Um... One of the corporations listed as a partner of Wolfram and Hart is News Corp. Yep. That's the parent company of 20th Century Fox. Yep. <laughs> For those who don't know, um, there's references to the Dixie Chicks. Oh, Zara, no! Why are you rubbing the microphone? Really? I'm not editing that out. She can just stay in. She wants her voice heard this week. Alrighty, international titles. The World According to Harmony, Out of the Frying Pan Into the Fire, Harmony Does Matter, Everyone is Important, The Forbidden, The Life According to Harmony, Harmony, Path of Harmony, In the Manner of Harmony, A Dangerous Blonde. You know which one I love. Out of the Frying Pan Into the Fire? Heck yeah! That was the finish. Oh, Finns, you're doing it for me. Thank you. Yeah. So the French and the Germans, who are the usual suspects, had some of the worst. So German one was everyone is important. <laughs> and the French were harmony does matter. Oh, you guys, you guys suck this week. Yeah, yeah. So what do we rate this episode? It's a pretty good episode. It's not like perfect because it's kind of fluffy. But I did, I did like a lot of it, and so it's going to get an eight from me. So I agree that it's it's very fluffy, but I feel like it's meant to be. Like it's a bit of lighthearted between the big dramas of this season. I give it a nine. It's just thoroughly enjoyable. You can just sit there and watch it mindlessly, or you can deeper dive into it and all the things like we were discussing with, like how mean Angel is to Harmony and how hard she tries, and people are not appreciating her. Mm-hmm. For sure. Your favorite moment. Um, so I know it's, like, Super Duper Harmony's episode, but I do like the scene where Spike is supposedly leaving. Like, the interaction <laughs> between him and Angel and the fact that he says goodbye to Fred. Yeah. Like, that whole scene just, I like it a lot. It's a really good scene. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is actually when Harmony's just knocking everyone out one after the other and how that's all shot. It's just so comedic. <laughs> it is good. Like, I agree. The scene you picked is great, and I love me some Spike Angel conflict and anything to do with Spike, but I think that one has to go down as my favourite this week. Okay, cool. Uh, character shout-out. It's going to go to Harmony, of course, because she did <laughs> the whole thing. It's her episode, and the poor girl thought that she killed a guy and she was trying to cover her tracks, and it was a whole thing. Uh, yeah yeah same and for the same reason she tries so hard and she does well as the other thing yeah she does so well and if anyone stopped to appreciate the work she does instead of just getting mad at her because it's not what they imagined they would see her amazing vision yeah and if someone had given her props and angel had actually like paid attention 
she wouldn't have gone out drinking and Tamika wouldn't have had the opportunity to do all the things and kill that dude. So it's really Angel's fault when it comes down to it. Appreciate your people, people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so next week's episode mm-hmm. is called Soul Purpose. Okay. So souls. We've been talking a lot about souls lately. Um, so we have two vampires with souls, and the reason we have two vampires with souls is because somebody mailed something to Spike that made him re-corporalize and that person is Lindsay pretty sure also gonna say he's pretty much the person that sent the amulet to Wolfram and Hart in the first place he's trying to mess up the whole thing he's trying to do all the stuff so I think that Lindsay is going to reveal himself and be like hey Spike I'm the reason that you're like an actual dude again, so you should work with me and we will figure out how to get you back to human life. Yeah, we will fulfill the Shanshu, yep. you mean? And before Angel can? Yep. Okay. To the point. Yes. I want I we I, <laughs> I need more Lindsay and t- try to figure out what he's doing. So yep. I'm trying to remember, didn't you hate Lindsay? I did. <laughs> But he's been gone for so long, and he just turns up and is, like, in bed with Eve and, like, what? Oh, I see. So, um, distance made the heart grow fonder. It's just... You didn't appreciate Lindsay until you lost him. Okay. That's a little heavy-handed. I'm saying he's randomly back. I didn't expect him to come back, and so that makes me wonder why. Why would he be back? So. Uh. I don't like Lindsay. Uh, I'm just intrigued with the fact that he's back and we don't know why as of this point. Fair. 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 Well, I guess we'll have to wait till next week to find out. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, people should contact us. We are at MMP Network on Twitter, MM Podcast Network on Facebook. We can be emailed at mmpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. You can also find our website, mmpodcastnetwork.com, where we have all our episodes archived. If you want to find me personally, I'm on Twitter at Mel Bickett. Marissa, where can people find you? People can hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at RissaRue312. People should rate and review us on iTunes because we would love to have more of that going for us. And until next week, we will slay you later, guys.